Evening guys, how are we all? Hope you all had a nice bank holiday weekend and enjoyed whatever it is that you were doing. I spent most of it working, but that's okay because I kind of enjoy working, so that's good. Right, we have a couple of hands up already. So let's kick off the evening. A little bit before time, but that's okay. Uh, Missy, I'm going to come to you. So let me invite you up onto the stage. Oh, how did that happen? Cleo's just jumped onto the stage. I did it. Oh, you did it. Oh, okay. Missy, you're next in the queue. Cleo, what's your question? Hi, so I just wanted to ask um, about uh, just a little backstory. Um, I have a child with my, well, my ex-partner. Yeah. And not on a birth certificate and there's no form of court order like in place or anything yeah um he's been like really inconsistent and stuff and i still allowed contact even with like him being inconsistent yeah but due to him turning up now to the house unannounced and not informing me of when he's coming yeah i decided that we meet at a public place yeah so that or in the public however is I claim I wanted him to help me with like financially in terms of like travel, just due to me not driving and stuff. Uh, however, he's now taking it as if that I've stopped. I'm stopping him from seeing the child, which I haven't. So he's trying to take that off to court, um, as in like to say I'm I'm not allowing contact and that he wants a shared care of fifty fifty. So my question was, am I in the wrong for? I'm saying that we meet at a public place and telling him that he at least helps with a bit of the travel. Bearing in mind, he doesn't pay for anything else to do with the child. And that's the only thing I'm asking that he covers. Yeah. So... Some sort of custody issue. Cleo, what, what I would say to that is there is no right or wrong, to be fair. You know, if, if you feel that it's more appropriate for him to meet you at a public place, that's fine. Um, if then it's your idea and that means that you incur more travel costs that he's not able to pay, um, that's fine for him to say no as well, because it's, it's your idea. The the idea, I think, the what the court's looking for parents to achieve is an ability to co-parent effectively between you both. So I think, you know, whilst you would like to meet in a public place, if he's now saying, well, I can't afford that and actually I'm going to go for 50-50, then I think you both need to sit down and have another chat, see if you can't work through this. The good thing is that he wants to see her. You know, that that's the good thing. There's plenty of dads out there that mothers are struggling to get them to have contact. So that's a bonus, really. Yeah, because my only concern is, like, safety issues in terms of him, like, coming in the house. Because before it was a home contact, but he just started turning up unannounced and yeah. just expecting that I open the door, like, yeah. whatever time it is. Yeah. And it's just, un like, unfair on me because I need my privacy. You can't just turn up like that. Absolutely. So he's now going off, like, or is going to court, which I just thought it makes no sense because yeah. you could, like, just meet me somewhere to make it easier for the both of us. Yeah, and and I think when you get to court, that's going to be what you're going to suggest to the to the court. That'll be the direction that you're looking for. That actually, we just need to to be able to co-parent and meet somewhere other than my house. Okay. All right. So just go and say that important that should be fine then it wouldn't be against me or anything. No, like. no, not at all. Because you didn't want him coming to the house, and that's okay. That's okay. Okay. All right. Well, Thank you for your You're help. welcome. Thanks, Cleo. Bye. Bye. Hey, Missy, how are you? I'm all right. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How can um, I help? Um, I've had a reply from the email. 
Oh, good. Um, demanding quite a lot of money. Okay. Um, would you like me to forward it to you? Yes, please. You can forward that to me, Missy, and I'll take a look at that this evening after I finish the Discord. Right. There was just one quick question. Yeah. Um, I was thinking of things. Yeah. Um, just listening about um, I could have... Could I still go for contributions like from this pension? Yes, absolutely you can. Absolutely, Mrs. But, yeah. But I have found out today that he hasn't got any anymore. He's cashed every penny in. Right. When did he do that? Do you know? Yes, I do know. Is it recently? Um, 12 months. Is he likely um, to have spent it all? Um... Probably, yes. Okay. more off here. Um, but it's seeming that way. And I think the reason why he's got in touch today and asked for the money... Yeah. Uh, he's got none left. He's got no money left. But we'll have to do an adjustment on that pension because he spent that. So he's deliberately... Or if he has spent it. Um, so we, we do what's called an adjustment... So whatever other money is left in the marital home, we're going to have to take into account that he's already had a substantial amount of that with his pension and that's gone. So if you if you send me the email, Missy, then what I'll do is I'll, I'll give you some... I'll put it in writing what I'm thinking you, you need to go back to him with. Okay. All right? Yeah. Okay, fab. Okay. Speak to you later. Bye. Yes, bye-bye. Margie, you are up next. What's your question? Hey, Margie. No, you're on mute. Take yourself off mute. There we go. Hello. Hey, Margie. You're on mute again. No. Let's um, give you a second. Rochelle, I've just sent you an, an invitation while waiting for Margie to sort out her volume. Rochelle, can you hear me? No. Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, you me. can. Excellent. What's your question, Rochelle? Um, it's just a quick one. It's um, it's really from my boyfriend. He's gone through mediation, yeah. and they are not agreeing on two half terms. So his ex is saying that through the half terms, he's he's suggested that he would have his child for say um the February half term. Yeah. And she could have her for May half term. Yeah. But she's refusing um kind of that kind of suggestion and asking whether he can have her, say from Saturday to the Tuesday. So um he's he's um he's French, so he wants to obviously take his daughter away to France and she's trying to say he's not allowed her for more than four days. Yeah. So really the question is, is it just more viable to go to court and if he went to court would the judge kind of go into that favor or would they kind of say no the week on week off kind of thing would work it, it's very bespoke to individual families Rochelle so what I would say is that the court's going to look at the overall picture as to what the status quo is what has been the routine up to this point and then decide what's in the best interest of the child so it, it's never a one-size-fits-all in children's applications it's going to look at everything the the overarching influencer is that the child has a right to have a relationship with both parents. Okay, so that's always going to be in, in the judge's mind. And from there, how can the judge best achieve that? 
Okay. Does that make sense? Does that help? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Does the, does that help any, or does that just throw a bit more um, uncertainty? <laughs> it throws a bit more, but it's fine. I think court is the next obvious because she's just not agreeing to anything. So I think yeah. I said to him, once it's in court, yeah. then you just have to go by what the judge says, basically. Absolutely. And I think so long as your proposals or his proposals are in the child's best interests then that that makes your application that bit more successful. You know, it gives it strength. If mum's simply not agreeing to anything, then she misses the principle that it's in the child's it's the child's right to have a relationship, okay? So yeah. straight away mum's gonna be on the back foot there. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's great, thank you. Great, you're welcome. Thanks. Um, quick question on uh, TikTok. Why do Kafkas get involved? Kafkas generally get involved because dad says one thing, mom says the other. So the judge needs an impartial view or a third party from a, a third party view from a professional. So Kafkas are usually instructed to do a section seven report, which is a wishes and feelings report. And what Kafkas will relay back to the court is what they think is in the child's best interest. And it helps the court, especially when mum and dad maybe have polarised posi uh, positions. OK, um, so I hope that helps. Uh, Margie, can you hear me this time? No, still nothing from Margie. Karen, what about you? Can you hear me? Hi, can you hear me? Yes, I can. What's your question? Hi, yeah. Um, I just want to say, uh, oh, thanks for your channel, because after 12 years, this is, I've just started to take my husband, my ex-husband to court. Oh, well done. Um, I'm doing the financials because everything yeah. else is done. Yeah. Uh, my question to you is, um, he he bought his parents a property. Yeah. Um, whilst we were still married, out of our marital finances, we bought of a million pounds. Yeah. And now he's sold it. Um, and um, I don't know whether he, he could possibly be leaving money with them or could I, could I, when I take, do the form A, yeah. should I put their names onto the form A too? No. Um, because we need evidence first that he has actually sold the property and that the money has, has gone elsewhere. When do you think that right. would have taken place, Karen? Recently or Sorry. years ago? When, when do you think that transaction would have taken place? That transaction has taken place in the last three months, but it's not on the land registry as yet, if I can find it. Then yeah, that's absolutely fine. If it's as recent as that, you're going to be able to rewind that, okay? Um, if it was a marital asset up until three months ago, what you're going to tick on that form A, because the form A is asking you what you want the court to do, you're going to tick yeah. everything. Lump sum order, property adjustment order, maintenance, etc. Just tick it all. Because right now you don't know his financial position 100%. Okay. Yeah, I mean, but, the, the, all I know is at the moment is he, he has sold that property. Yeah. Um, I think about the I think about the two hundred eighty thousand. Okay. But he's I, um, from what I've heard from my children, he's he's given up work now, so that money will be starting to get eaten into straight away. Yeah, and and this is why you need to act quite quickly because if he's yeah, go, if he's yeah. going to to have you got any other assets, Karen, within the marriage that we can do an adjustment if he did spend it all, for example. Well, he's he's got um and uh he had our marital property which was a five bedroom detached house so that that's got quite a lot of equity in it. Okay. Um, he did have we did have a lot of rental properties, but they've all been repossessed because 
he hasn't dealt with that kind of stuff. Okay. So to be honest, like you know, I, ha- I can't worry about that old stuff. Yeah. That's yeah. That's already happened. Okay. It's just my. I mean, my son. He's he's nearly twenty, so that it doesn't count. But my daughter is seventeen, and he won't help contribute towards like say uni visits and stuff like that. And it's getting quite expensive for me yes. on my own. Yeah. Yeah. No, I understand. So, I mean, it, it, um, I mean, to be honest, I should say to call earlier, but I, ha- I haven't been able to. But I'll, your channel has actually just kicked me up the arse. To be oh, honest. good. Good. Well, that's good, Karen. And if you get stuck at any point, that's the, that's the main reason I started this channel. This Discord, TikTok, Instagram is to help people just like you who couldn't afford legal representation, but you actually need to get your, you know, business in order. So come back whenever yeah, you need brilliant. to. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks, Karen. Thank you. Bye. Um, Quick question on TikTok. Any advice for a newly qualified um, children's solicitor? Work really hard. Always put your clients first and get into court as much as you can. I know it's difficult at the moment because we're doing a lot of hearings virtually, but that is where you will learn more in court than sat behind a desk, okay? Uh, Painy UK, you are up next. Hello. Hello. What's your question? Uh, what it is, my divorce is due to come through in September, the one yeah. that we did online, you know, the £600 one. So yeah. we've not been through courts or anything. Good, yeah. Uh, my ex has set the dates when we have the kids. Now, you'll have to brace yourself for this because I have them overnight on a Sunday right. to go back to the mums on a Monday. Yeah. Mum has them Tuesday. They come back to me Wednesday night. Yeah. Stay with me Wednesday night for school drop-offs, then go back to the mums, then back to me on a Friday. Yeah. That's the week because of how we work. But then at weekends, it's a day here and a day there and a day here. Right. I I pay £200 a month to order, but we do have the kids 50-50. Yeah. And I don't claim any child benefits. Uh, obviously, I'm in full-time employment and she is as well. Yeah. Do I have to make that £200 payment? And with regards to the days that we have them, I want to be able to do a weekend on and a weekend off, but she's yeah. adamant that we're not doing it. Is, as to where to go. Is the £200 as guided by CMS? Uh, I put my wage in yeah. on the government website yeah. and what it told me to do. But then in theory, she should possibly put her wage in. I, I think and, so. And and is it because that whilst you appear to be having them almost on alternate days, does she actually get more nights in a month than you do? Uh, is that why? Well, obviously, there's, there's the seven nights, isn't there, through the week. So I'll do the three and she'd do the four. So across the month, she's actually getting 16 and you're only getting 12. Yes. So that's possibly where that £200 is filtering in. You've got to remember with CMS, right. it, it's literally whatever the computer says, but there's no sort yes. of, you know, human behind that actually looking at, at the individual family circumstances. So the, the answer to your first question is, and we don't really deal with child maintenance, but I think that she should be going to put her um, wage in because that might have yes. a, an impact. It does seem a little bit unfair given that she's getting all the child benefit as well. Um, and you are having them, you know, more or less 50-50. The second thing is, if there is no agreement around weekends and you want them on alternate weekends and she won't agree, then it'll have to be a child arrangements order, which will actually set out that framework. Now, the courts would be in favour of that 
because whilst this is working for a family at the moment and everyone's sort of slotting in around work needs and school needs, you know, during the week, I mean, that's fine. Generally, at the weekend, parents will have alternate weekends because it allows both parents to get that full range of bedtime routine, morning routine, a whole day to go out and do an activity, stay overnight if that's what you want to do. Whereas dribs and drabs at the weekend aren't really conducive to a good relationship, do you know what I mean? So if, if she's saying no and you want to put your application in, I think you'd have a really strong application there. Right, okay. Thanks very much for that. You're welcome. uh, more than helpful. Okay, good. Thanks. Brilliant. Bye. Margie, let's try you again. Can you hear me now? No? Oh. You're on mute, Margie, if that helps. No? Okay. Um... Chloe, Sarah, you are next up on my list. Hello. Hello. What's your question? Um, so my husband started financial proceedings through the court yep. um, some time ago. The first hearing was due, but he signed the consent order the day before the court, so it got cancelled. Um, and we were hoping the court would seal the order. Um, in the meantime, he's changed his mind. Um, so we've got another hearing set. Um, and I've been advised to apply for something called a notice to show cause. And I just wondered how likely that is to be successful. It. What do you mean? Have you made an application, Chloe? Yeah, I've been advised to make the application to show cause because he did sign the, um, the consent order. And are you no longer in agreement with the consent order? Sorry, I might have missed something that you said there. No, I am, but yeah. he isn't. He's oh, I see. I see. So it hasn't actually been signed off by him or sealed by the court? No, he signed the order, but it yeah. hasn't been sealed by the court. I see. And now he's saying, I don't want you to submit it to court because I'm no longer in agreement then absolutely you should make the application. I mean, as long as that order is fair and reasonable, if you spent time and money coming to some sort of arrangement, he's going to have to show good grounds as to why he's no longer in agreement to it. And those grounds would be along the lines of he's going to be, you know, financially disadvantaged, for example. Um, But ultimately, it it is for you to make the application because he'll sit back now and do nothing. But yeah, yeah, you you should, you should, you should proceed. So he's claiming that the house, the the house has gone up in value since then, which it has, but only because he's messed about so much. So... Will that be taken into oh, consideration? Oh, I see. Well, what you're going to have to then do is accept the fact that the house has gone up in value, but maybe that penalises you, depending upon the contents of the order, Chloe. Like, for example, if you were going to be buying him out and now you can no longer buy him out, yeah. well, then you need to rely on the fact that that he sort of dragged his feet and that's going to be your case, okay? Mm-hmm. And that actually mm-hmm. when the order was signed, we were dealing with a different valuation, Okay. All right. Yeah. So you just you'll just have to hold your nerve on this one and take it back. Right. Okay. Thank you right. very much. You're welcome. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Uh, Mr. Wood, you are next. Hello. Hello. What's your um, question? Ellen. Uh, good question. Um, I don't even know where to start. Okay. Uh, my missus threw me out uh, last year. Yeah. In uh, in August. Um. Uh, but of no reason at all on my side, she she started using misusing uh, stuff and she threw me out. 
because yeah. I said well, they should not be happening in the house. And yeah. because I didn't want to have an argument with her in the case, I moved out. Yeah. I moved down the line. She requested me to come back to help her put her to the case and pay some of the bills. Although even when I was renting somewhere, I was paying all the bills as I do. Yeah. Uh, this August now, she's... Uh, this uh, August, she came to me and she said, I want you to move out again. We we own the home. I pay the mortgage. I pay all the bills. Yeah. But she wants me to move out so that she can claim full benefits. Yeah. And I said to her, I don't, I can't move out because I don't have anywhere to go. Last time I moved out, you know, I was paying a lot and still paying the house. I can't afford to, to look after two homes at the same time. Anyway, when I say that, she has gone to the mediator and I've been invited to go to the mediation. Yeah. Which is expected and paid for it. Yeah. But I'm not sure what to expect from that. And I don't know where I stand with that. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I know there's no fault nowadays when yeah. in divorce or anything, but I haven't done anything wrong. Yeah. say that I'm more mature than she got someone else. So the fir the first thing to to accept, I suppose, is that divorce and finances are two separate processes. All right, and you're quite right. The divorce is now based on no fault, so you know that that will go through quite easily. Um, and we've had that since April of this year. With the finances, going to mediation is absolutely the best way to start. What the mediator is okay. going to be trying to do is get you both to agree on a financial order. That's the important thing because the financial order is what's going to sever the financial ties. Okay, so the, the mediator is going to try and, and help you reach that point of agreement. However, and I say this to everybody, you don't know what you're legally entitled to until you've taken some advice. And therefore, you're going to go into mediation blind, all right? So the thing to do before you go into mediation is just take, even if it's one hour, um, consultation with a family solicitor so that you can establish exactly what you're entitled to financially and what she's entitled to. On top of that, a good solicitor will also offer you some suggestions as to how you can work around certain issues. So, for example, if children need housing, if maybe one of you earns more than the other, if there's any health implications. Don't worry about conduct. We don't include anybody's behaviour or conduct in finances, all right? But it's really important because then once you have that knowledge, you can go into mediation a little bit more prepared and negotiate um, a little bit better. And the reason I say that is so many people go to mediation first, they agree a settlement, they then come to me to say, can you put this into a financial order trace? And it's not fair and reasonable because the mediator isn't going to apply the same logic that the court will. The court's got certain rules to follow, okay? So then you kind of have to go back and unpick all that good work the mediator's done and sort of start again. So once you get, as I say, even if it's just one hour advice, you'll then be a little bit more prepared for that mediation, okay? Yes. Does that help? Yeah, big time, big time. Good. Uh, I did I did go to the to the family solicitor last time she threw me out and to find out where I stand on the house and how how I what I should be doing. Yeah. And actually they they actually told me to go back in the house because my missus can go around and say that I she can she can accuse me of um, leaving them alone or what what they are. I don't know I, I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. Like 
how do you say it in English? I don't know. Uh, you know, like uh, I have neglected them. Like I've yeah. run away from my responsibility. Yeah. So but, 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 yeah, but yeah, but yeah, because then you have more chance of arguing that you haven't gone anywhere. Yeah. And look, you you've you 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 did say to me earlier that you always pay the mortgage and the bills. So t don't yeah. take so much notice about the allegations that she's making, and focus yeah. more on the evidence that you have in your case. That's what I would suggest there. But you okay. you you'll be fine. All right. Okay. Great. Thank you very much. Thank you. Is it, is this is this something I can uh, book with you for now? I yeah, absolutely the, you can. Yeah, there might be a bit of a waiting list, but absolutely you can. Yeah, you can you can so do the, that. You can just drop me an email. Yeah, the mediation the mediation have just uh, the mediation request have just come last week. Yeah, and and I submitted the well, I paid coming that end of the week. Yeah. Um, they said they would let me know two weeks prior to the date, uh, the available date. Great. So we got plenty of time. Yes. So, Fabulous. Uh, if, if I don't, I, I, where can I find your email? I think you can. Uh, I think I've seen yeah, it Yeah, the link in the bio. You'll see the email on on TikTok. Yeah, on TikTok. Yeah, on TikTok. If you go onto TikTok, you'll see it, the links in my bio. Okay. Thank All you right. very much, and I appreciate for your support. You're welcome. Thank you. Um, in fact, bye-bye. Someone on TikTok yeah. just asked that question about the consultation. Yes, you can. Obviously, my diary gets full up quite quickly, but by all means, drop me an email, guys, and we'll, we'll, we'll always try to help. You know, we'll always see what we can do. Um, Tiger Lily, do you have a question for me? Yes, hi. Good afternoon. Hello. Hi. How can I help? Hi. Um, so I am... Um... I've just recently finished court proceedings for a child arrangement order. Yeah. In regards to my daughter, she's 13. Um, however, when, when we went through court, he was her father was living at his own address. Yeah. However, now, unfortunately, he's being put out of his house and given a week's notice, and it's already happened. Right. And he didn't tell me, he just told my daughter. So now he's moved in with his girlfriend into her property yeah and my daughter's got a problem with that she doesn't really want to be there okay i just wanted to know i represented myself in court so yeah the judge said we had to have a really good reason if we ended up going back into court okay and if there was a, a real concern yeah i'm just wondering where i stand on, well i know, think i think <laughs> You, you've got you've got to ask yourself the question: Is there a real concern with your daughter um, spending time with the girlfriend, or is it that your daughter just feels a sense of loyalty to you? Um, well, his girlfriend hasn't been there very long. Yeah, um, he's had a couple of girlfriends, so he he does yeah. switch girlfriends quite often. Yeah, and um, she already stays three nights um, every week, so she had two consecutive weeks of Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then she has two consecutive weekends with them, which we agreed on in court. Yeah. With the judge. Um, however, she she just feels that she, she hasn't got a proper room there. It's a very small room. Um, obviously, she she butts heads a lot with his girlfriend. How old is she? Yeah. I don't want to stop her going. Yeah. Well, if she tells me I don't want to go, what where do I stand with how, her? How old is she? She's thirteen. Okay. So she's at that she's at that age where the court will take into account her views. I think you you the the measure is do we have any welfare concerns? The answer to that is no. 
She's saying to you, I don't want to go because the bedroom's too small and I don't like dad's girlfriend. I think you probably have to speak to dad and say, look, mm-hmm. you know, we've got a co-parent about this. I'm not, I don't feel comfortable forcing her. She's 13 years now. We've got to be able to listen to her voice. Um, and this is how she's feeling. You know, is there anything that we can do to, to assist? I mean, maybe the contact could be reduced so she doesn't have to have mm-hmm. overnight contact. But you I know, wouldn't... I, I did. We were co-parenting right through the court hearing. Yeah. Um, I'm up for that. But since we've finished court now, he doesn't respond to me. He doesn't tell me anything. I've just had to force out the address. Yeah. To where she's gone. Well, all you can um, do then is is if you're emailing and texting him, and and you're you're doing your bit. You can't do any more than that, really. So then if it gets to the stage where she just doesn't want to go, and he takes you back to court, you you can say to the judge, look. I did try. I really tried. And I wanted to speak to him and I was trying to co-parent and I was trying to get him to, you know, listen to her views and he didn't. So you can only do as much as you can do. But at 13, I'd be I'd be encouraging her to go, which I'm sure you are. But once you've sort of done that, then, yeah, you can't really do any more, really. Yeah, that's all I just wanted to know. I I don't want to take it back into court. I'm trying to avoid it. Yeah, if he's not communicating, then he's not. Yeah. Involved, and I, I, I get a bit stuck with it all. Yeah. No, I know. I know. Well, good luck with that. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. You. Okay. Bye. Bye now. Um, Aishu, you are next on my list. What's your question? Yeah. Can you hear me? I can. Yeah. What's your question? Yeah. And basically, this is for my boyfriend. Yeah. Um, he's been um, he's it was uh, he signed up a divorce thing, and the case were doing, and they've been doing this twenty weeks. Uh, pulling up period yeah and he's also ticked off the financial order as well and yeah. uh, me me and my solicitors asking because uh, there's no assets or anything that needs to be shared so we want to do the financial order yeah and she's up on time we just want to know how long do we need to wait for what do you mean she wants some time time for what the solicitors have replied back saying that she wants some time to think about the financial order well, there's not much to think about, really, because the writing's on the wall, isn't it? The assets will be what the assets will be. I think the first yeah. stage is to go back and say, well, could we have more definition around that? Are we waiting seven, seven days? Are we waiting 14 days? But, I, you know, I, I think it's a little bit vague for a solicitor to just say, yeah, can we have some more time, please? Um, so, so go back. Go back and say, well, yeah, we're absolutely agreeable to having a think about, you know, how she wishes to settle this. But ultimately, it's got yeah. to happen. Um, and, you know, could we get a response within seven days? You know, maybe you give them the time frame. Oh, OK. Now, I just want to know if there was like a law or something that we have to give like 14 days or no. like three months or something that we no. have to give her. No, no law. No law. Oh. All right. Okay. You're yeah, welcome. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Hannah Mama, I'm going to invite you up to speak next. Whenever you're ready, ask me your question. Hello, oh, hello, hello Hannah. I can, yeah. What's your question? Um, I'm not sure if it's family law. Um, me and my partner have been together 12 years. Yeah. Uh, we've got three kids. Yeah. We're not planning to marry anytime soon. Yeah. It's not really something that we're bothered about. However, he is now a company director. I'm just, and it's in quite um, a dangerous field of work. I'm just wondering if anything happened, would the kids be entitled to anything with us not being married? Yes, yes. So children children are always um, invited uh, to be part of that 
the will or, or can, you know, can contest the will. Yes, they would have an automatic right if they weren't included. Would he need a will then? Because we don't, none of us I, have one. Yeah, I, I, I mean, look, if he's in a dangerous profession, absolutely, I'd be telling him to get a will, just for clarity. Yeah, yeah it's just close protection security, so yeah. um, it is a bit of a... Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Get 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 his will done. I mean, look, they're they're quick and easy, and they're not expensive mm -hmm. at all. Right. Okay. Okay. That's that's all I wanted to know. That's brilliant. No problem. Thanks, Hannah. Thanks. Bye bye. Bye. N, I've just sent you an invitation to join me on the stage. Whenever you're ready. Done that one. N, no. Karen? Can you hear me, Karen? Hello. Hi, yeah, Karen. Sorry, I'm Great. Again. That's all right. I've got a couple more questions while I've got my form A in front of me. Okay. Uh, on the second page, it says, are you applying for an order by consent in terms of written agreement, like a consent order? The answer is no. I no you're not no because you're making an application um for a court for to, for a hearing date aren't you you're not attaching yes. a consent order to that so that you just take note of that right okay and there was one more about the matter of urgency obviously because i told you earlier that he yes. sold that house now yeah which is a major chunk of um our marital assets yeah could i could i use that as an um, yes you for could a reason for, um not go to the mayam yes you could you could tick that um there's a there's a, a genuine risk that he may dissipate assets which is going to yes. leave you uh, financially vulnerable so yes that's what right. you tick so i've ticked them two boxes a yep. significant risk risk of miscarriage of justice and uh, unreasonable hardship uh, it's not miscarriage of justice it's financial hardship right okay yeah I'll show you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks, Karen. Bye. Sarah, you're next up. Hi there. Hello. What's your question, Sarah? Hi there. Well, my question is, um, I my ex has just done a um, uh, parentage dispute, saying that he wants a DNA test. Um, three years later, um, he's made allegations up on the application, but hasn't been able to prove any of them. Um, the very severe allegations that he's made on them um, and he's not provided any evidence of those. I just want to know where would I stand in regards to that? Is this matter before the court, Sarah? Yes. Okay, and what's the application before the court? A change of name, did you say? No, per, uh, dis uh, disclosure of parentage. Okay, whose application is it? His? He's made the application, yeah. Okay, so you're saying he's not the father? No, he's made an application saying that he's not the father and he's oh, made I allegations see. like I've had to be cheating um, and I was, you know, I had it's, I was You know what, before. it's it's all irrelevant. It's all, 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 all irrelevant, Sarah. Uh, what the court's going to do is order a DNA test. That's what they're going to do. Um, because oh. if you say he is the father and he says I'm not the father, well, the, the easiest way to solve it, rather than going through all the mudslinging, the court haven't got time for that. They will simply order a DNA test. Yeah, but what if those allegations he's made, I need them proving? Because obviously those ones that he's made, they're not, you know, they're a bit... They, they, but the court aren't interested in what he's saying. They will simply order a DNA test. And that's it? And that's it. 
Yeah. Do you know what his motive would be as to why he wants to remove his name? Like he's very, he's just saying, oh, you know, just make a decision about what I've said on my statements and just remove my name yeah. off it. I, I have no idea. Maybe it's a maintenance thing. I have no idea why he would want to deny his children if he's the father. Right, okay. All right. No worries, that was my question. Thank okay, you. you're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. Um, someone on TikTok saying, who's that guy in the background? That's my son, Patrick, in the background. He's the one on the videos that says, hey, mum. Uh, N, can you hear me? You're on mute still. Take yourself off mute. N? No, yeah. Can you hear me now? No. Okay. I'm going to go to TD. Whenever you're ready, TD. Hi there, Hello, I can, yeah, what's your question? Um, the question is around um, settlement outside of court. Do you have any advice? And if I was to proceed, um, what's the right way of doing it? Do we need to do it through solicitors, etc.? Oh, are we talking finances? Yes, yep. absolutely. So the first thing is you've got to get yourself some good advice as to what it is you're entitled to before you start to negotiate outside of court. Um, whatever you agree to, make sure that you are 100% confident that there are no more assets and that whatever figures they are telling you, i.e. the other side are telling you, you, you have you know, no doubt in your mind um, as to, you know, what I'm talking about is the value of a pension, um, the pay that they are in receipt of, the value of any property that they may have. If there's any doubt in your mind that you want to get full disclosure, once you have then arrived at an agreement, then yes, get a solicitor to draft that order for you because there'll be other peripheral bits that we will put in the order to make sure that it is a clean break thereafter so that there's no um, chance of either one of you making a financial claim against the other in the future. Okay, so it's done as an order. So therefore, we couldn't put... Okay, so we can't settle outside a court for one side of the finances and then still put a consent order in for, say, a pension? Uh, you, yes, you can. You can do whatever you like. The order with regard to the pension, that's the only order... Like, that will sever all financial ties then, That it, even if yes. it just has a pension share in it. And then what you two do outside of that order is entirely up to you, yeah. But it will just mean that after that order's made, neither one of you can come back and make a claim. Yeah, okay, so, so it's like getting advice around the, the, the other assets. Exactly, uh, exactly, and making sure that what you are going to agree to outside of the order is fair and reasonable. Okay, really difficult. I think I might need to be looking to get a consultation with you around this then. Yeah, yeah, okay. Honestly, um, it, it, it's well worth having because it, it really will sort of open your mind as to what the court consider fair and reasonable. I'm always amazed that what people consider is the right thing to do is generally not the right thing to do. Um, you know, people don't realise that actually they're entitled to a little bit more for lots of reasons. Um, so, yeah, well worth getting, getting some, some I advice. I'll be in touch. I appreciate right. that. Thank you very All much. All right, then. Bye. Bye. N, I'm going to try you once more. Can you hear me? I can't hear you. No, sorry. Okay, Nikki, I'm going to come to you next then. Hi, Nikki. You're on mute. There we go. Can you hear me? No. I can't hear you. I'm so sorry. Jeez, a lot of problems. Mm. Uh, I've been asked a couple of questions about wills on TikTok, guys. I don't do wills, unfortunately. I just do family. So I'm not able to advise on wills or 
you know what happens when the person has died to the estate that you need a probate lawyer for that um so yeah sorry i can't help right who's next in my list cat d cat whenever you're ready you can um there we go you want to ask me a question cat you're on mute there we go hello hello Okay, don't know what's happening tonight, guys. Right, Sophie R, I'm going to come to you next. People are having some issues, I think. Sophie, can you hear me? Oh, dear God, what's happening? It's four in a row. Four in a row. Uh, oh, right, okay. Let's go to the next person. Paddy's here helping me. He's, he's, um, he's got the cue. So I'm trusting him tonight. Someone's put on TikTok, everyone today is a digital dinosaur. <laughs> Sometimes we get a run like that. Right, Sasha, let's try you. Hey, Sasha. Hello. Hello, hello. What's your question, Sasha? Hey, so my question is, can I represent myself in a final um, child care, I think it's arrangement order? Yes, you can. Um, how do I get about doing it? Well, you, you, you're going to have... Because if it's a final hearing, then that means that you're going to have to give evidence and your evidence will be cross-examined, which means that okay. you get an opportunity to cross-examine the other side. Now, okay. if the other side is your ex, which if it's a children's matter, it, it, you know, there's a good chance it will be, you're going to have to send your questions into the judge and the judge will actually ask those questions of him or her. OK, um, but, you know, it, it's not going to be an easy task to represent yourself. But essentially, the, 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 the prime um, motivation is that you're trying to prove that what you're saying to the court is true. All right. Okay. So your questions, your cross-examination questions are going to be around disproving what the other side say is true. And then ultimately, it's going to come down to the power of persuasion. So you're going to have to persuade the court that whatever proposal you're putting forward in respect of the child arrangements is going to be the right one. Okay. All right. So it's no mean feat. And if it's a final hearing, I'm going to guess it's listed for probably a day, if not two days. Um, yeah, it's only for a day. A day. Um, make sure that the other side... Are the other side legally represented? Yeah, he is. I was um, before, but I think they said I need a barrister. Okay. And are you? Uh, do you not qualify for legal aid? Are you privately funded? No, because he put a uh, non-mon against me, which okay. is not true. Okay. So he knew that I was going to um, apply for legal aid, but I can't get it. Okay. So, yeah, you're, you're in a bit of a bind. There are people yeah. out there that will do pro bono work. So there are what we call baby barristers that, that will help you for a significantly reduced fee. Um, okay. it, it'll still run to a couple of hundreds, well, probably more if it's a day. I would say you're not going to get much change out of about maybe £700. But sometimes a baby barrister, and what I mean by that is a, a barrister that's literally just qualified can be better than, than having, um, you know, having to do it yourself, especially if you're coming up against a barrister. Yeah. All right, so it might, might be worth giving it some thought. But yes, okay. I mean, the answer Thank to your question so is much. you can definitely do it yourself if, if you have no other choice, all right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had a, um, someone asked me about 
someone represent me before yeah um, and that was a lot of money yeah um, and that was by teams we did it by teams yeah but now I feel like I might have to represent myself because okay. I'm even to this day I'm still paying her okay um, so I think I'm definitely going to represent myself okay all right then well that's fine you, you just know that you are allowed to do that that's fine Thank you so much. You're welcome. Lovely... You too. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Um, quick question on TikTok. Somebody said, I'm starting a divorce. Um, am I entitled to 50% of the mat matrimonial home? That's the starting point, guys. Okay. We all start at 50%. It never really finishes on um, uh, 50% because there are always other factors that we have to take into account that will take us away from that 50% marker. Um, so my answer is always, you will be entitled to a share of the FMH for matrimonial home, but it may not be 50%, maybe more, maybe less, okay? I just wanted to, to quickly say, for, for those of you in the lounge having uh, technical issues with the microphone, it might be worth going into your settings quickly and just checking that the mic is working. You can normally tell just in the settings. Um, and then just closing down um, the Discord app or the, the, the browser you're using, and then just restarting that. Um, sometimes it your microphone's actually fine. It's just for whatever reason, it's just not clicked in. So if you just restart the app and then come back in, you, it should be fine. Um, but yeah, on to Fab. We will keep going, and hopefully those of you that have been on the stage will be able to sort out that that drama. Uh, Melanie Jane, can you hear me? Hello. Perfect. What's your question, Melanie? Uh, so um, it's on behalf of my sister. Yeah. Um, she went through quite a messy breakup and had yeah. to go through. Um, child arrangements all that because basically what happened she got kicked out of the family home so her ex could move his new partner in yeah when that happened um he stopped contact like allowing the children to have contact with my sister bearing in mind there was no you know reason to do so things like that it's kind of you know push him push her out sorry to kind of have like a happy family with his new partner yeah um they went to call um, he prayed a lot of her mental health, um, basically saying that she's not capable to look after children. Yeah. So they basically um, explained, or you know, there's domestic abuse there, which is what maybe why she had a lot of issues with her mental health. So it's been deemed now that she's able to have contact with the kids, but she has the children every weekend from Friday to Monday, every two weeks, sorry, and 50-50 of the school holidays. But yeah. Now, obviously, he's got social services on his back for having like child protection order because the house is basically not um, habitable for them to live in. Like, realistically, the house is a mess. There's concerns for their welfare, their hygiene. Um, you know, social services are not really helping with the children. And she's just kind of sit back watching the children be neglected almost and she's kind of yeah she can't really do nothing because it's kind of putting the whole family thinking well what do we do her solicitors like digging her heels in and not really helping so that just can i just rewind there a little bit melanie so what does the existing court order say at the moment that they live with dad and have contact with mum yeah yeah okay mm -hmm. And was there a reason for that? Like, did mum have any issues that the court... Because that's quite an unusual order, if I'm the honest. The only reason the, he's got basically full-time custody to that certain extent is because she hasn't got the right accommodation. Right, OK. I mean, she's living in a little studio flat with her yes. mum baby. But, I mean, yeah. he's kicked her from the family home, which has messed her up. <laughs> got you, OK. 
Um, and now what your sister's saying is that she has welfare concerns about dad's ability to look after them. Yeah, but it's not just her. There's, um, so for example, he's got two new babies with his new partner. Um, and yeah. Health, you know, health visiting teams have put concerns in. Okay. Ambulance teams have put concerns in. I believe well, they're police concerned. Yeah, so that's all really, really positive for your sister. What your sister needs to do is make an application to vary. So an application to vary the existing order. That's going to get it before the court. And then once it's before the court, she can then ask for the court to investigate those welfare concerns that she has. And any kind of notes that we've got, you know, because what, what Kafkas will do is they'll put his name through the system. So, you know, it will, it will, the results will come out about any child that's in his care, not just your sister's children with him. But that's what yeah, she needs I'm to do, an application to vary. Application to vary, okay, yeah. thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, someone on TikTok is saying, what does an application to vary mean, Shah? It means you're making an application to vary an existing order. So you already have a child arrangements order in place. For whatever reason, you need to vary that. You need to make some changes to it. So we call it an application to vary the existing order, okay? I think it's a C79, but I'd need to check that. Um, Suzanne, you are next on my list. What's your question? Uh, can, you, Hello. can you hear me? Yeah. I can, yeah. What's your question? Um, um, we, my partner has four children with two different women. Um, the youngest is the latest child, so to speak, with um, his ex-wife. Now, we've bent over backwards to be able to see this child. Yeah. Um, We've had to sit in the same room as all the family to spend time with the child. And then four weeks ago, we were allowed to randomly have this four-year-old overnight, very randomly arranged, um, to then find out two days later that she'd flew the child out to Florida, um, which she hadn't asked permission for off dad or anything. Um, now, upon their return, we've thought oh, we're allowed to have um, this child overnight now. So we've asked for some more time um, to spend with the child overnight. And they've turned around and said, no, um, you'll now have to go to court due to the state she was returned in. Um, before we took the child back, we made sure we documented the state um, that she was returned in, um, which was clean clothes, hair brushed, happy, fed, watered. Now, my question is, in terms of that, do we go straight through mediation or do we try and come to some form of agreement first? Or is there a set procedure that we now need to go by? Because we've never done anything wrong. We've always bent over to her. But obviously now we're sat here thinking, well, where do we go from here, so to speak? Yeah. So mediation, unless there's an urgent risk to the child and, you know, if it was delayed by going to mediation, that would cause significant harm. Mediation is a prerequisite of the court, yes. So that's the starting point. The other side might not want to do mediation and that's fine. Mediation is a voluntary process, so we can't force anybody to do it. So if the mediator reaches out to the other side and they say no then that's absolutely fine. The mediator will give you the MIAMS form that you need to then go ahead and make your application, okay? 
Um, yeah. But I, I would strongly advise that you get a child arrangements order in place because listening to that story, Suzanne, it sounds to me as if this is more of a power game. This is just, you know, yeah. uh, game playing more than what's in the best interest of the child. So mediation yeah, referral. People have said that. Yeah. Um, obviously, the child has had such a good time with us because we try in the twenty-four hours we had her. We try to give her as many memories as we could. Yeah. So we think she's gone away and has mentioned my name yeah. as obviously the new partner, so to speak. And yeah. Mum's got jealous of that and sort of is now throwing a dummy out. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to check sort of the process before we obviously yeah. take a wrong turn, so yeah. to speak. Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, do do that mediation Thank first. You so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Perfect. Thank you. A um, couple of questions on TikTok tonight about immigration law. Immigration comes up a lot where we don't have um, or we have indefinite leave to remain. People don't have passports, English passports. And of course, they're looking maybe to stay because they're trying to get contact um, with their children. I don't do immigration law, but I do know a great immigration lawyer who also does legal aid. So if any of you out there are a bit stuck, um, drop me an email and I will certainly give you her details. OK. Second question on TikTok, I've just been asked, do I do anything about employment law, workplace disputes? No, that's definitely the job of an employment <coughs> lawyer, okay? Um, who's next? Mel Palmer, you're next on the list. Hello. Hello, Mel. What's your question? Um, yeah, so I'm currently going through um, a court process with my ex of a um, arrangement order. So I made an enforcement order, um, Kafkas became involved and they did a wishes and feelings um, report on my family, he's 12 by the way. Um, yeah. And they, they've uh, found that there is potential, or they strongly suspect that there's parental alienation. Um, so they've ordered now for a full section seven report from Kafkas. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen him now since January, um, and um, my question is, what kind of if if Kafkas finds there to be parental alienation and that's put before the judge, um, what kind of order can the judge make? So it depends on the level of parental alienation, but at its most extreme, the court can order the children to live with the other parents. Hmm. So yeah. it, it it will all depend on on what level it it you know the court deem it that that it's it's being exerted at. Yeah, and so how do they sort of judge the levels of alienation? Well, depending upon how little the children see of of the of the other parents. So, for example, right. if there's if there's zero contact and there hasn't been any contact yeah. for I don't know six months for whatever, um, and the other parent is constantly trying and there's just excuses from the parent who has um, the children. Um, then that could be deemed as being, you know, serious. You might get a lesser level whereby one of the parents, the parent with the children, just keeps cancelling all the time, but then there's intermittent contact as and when. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, there's been absolutely nothing since um, January, even though I've I've tried a lot. And, um, yeah, the judge, on, his, on my last hearing, the judge said that he thinks there's um, alienation hovering over this, so... Okay. He's, um, he's now in a prohibited steps order against my ex moving out of the county or moving my son's schools. Right. Well, that's good. That's good. Because yeah. obviously, if he thinks there's alienation, then that would only compound the problem. 
um, because you know they've been moving away. So that that's really positive. Ultimately, yeah. as I always say, Mel, the law's very clear. It's the child that has a right to have a relationship with both parents. So that's yeah. what the court's going to look to do. And unless the court can see any welfare concerns with the child having a relationship with you, then I dare say you will get your child arrangements order. Brilliant. Okay, right. that's brilliant. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Bye. Sonny, you are next up. Hope I've said that right. Family law does deal with family politics. You are right, Shah. Uh, hello. Hello. What's your question, Sonny? Yeah, hi there. Um, I've briefly spoken to you about it on Discord. I don't know if you remember now, because obviously I know you speak to a lot of people. Um, yeah. It was about um, how do I stop my ex-partner from getting parental responsibility if he's threatening to take my daughter out of the country continually? He wants to take her to Iran. Yeah. Um, um, and he's not on the birth certificate, thankfully, but he, I know he will try to get on there. Yeah. Um, and also, I want him to have supervision till the eight well I want because I've been reading up about it and I want him to get supervision um till she's 16 like yep. supervised visits basically yep. um how do I go about that well what you're you need to make an application for child arrangements order um, okay. And yours will be two parts. So the first is the prohibited steps order. You, it's one form, the C100, but you're going to tick two boxes. Um, okay. So the first box is the prohibited steps order to say that he cannot take her away from you without your permission or without further order of the court. The second is the child arrangements order saying that any contact that takes place should be supervised. Now, it's then going to ask you at the bottom of that page if you have any welfare concerns and you're going to tick yes. And then it'll ask you which ones you have. Um, and, you know, the, the clear one here is abduction. Um, okay. I, um, with, um, sorry. I was just going to say, if, if the difficulty with getting your prohibited steps order, which stops him from removing her from you without your permission, is that okay. if you then agree to him having contact but supervised, how do you know that he won't abduct her from the supervisor? Do you know what I mean? So just okay. tread um, very carefully there. Okay, yeah, and I'd hope that it would be through a contact centre, at least till she's, you know, old enough to sort of say does she, if she wants to go with him or not, because at the minute she's only 16 months old. Right. Um, but he's still threatening to... And obviously, he wants to have her by, by himself. And I, I'm obviously keep making excuses and saying, no, I do tell him, you're threatening him to take her, so I can't trust you with her. You know, I don't know what you want me to say. I can't let you have her by yourself. Yeah. Um, because the I'm thing, worried. So the, the I only... just want to know, like, obviously, what would the court... Would, the court, yeah. would, would I get that um, in place? Would I get something in place? I'm always worried that maybe the... The, the thing is, no, the know. thing is, Sonny, like you're the, the thing is by you know all you're doing is delaying the inevitable. Like if if she's mm. having contact in a contact centre with him, the first thing I would say is that the courts don't like it in a contact centre for more than a couple of months. Okay, so in a couple okay. of months the position is not going to have changed. Even if you're in that contact centre for a year, it's not going to have changed. If he really wants to take her, he's going to bide his time and take her. So here's what I'm saying to you. You you need to get more in place because he'll get PR. If he makes his application for parental responsibility and you're not challenging parentage, he will get parental responsibility for her. You just you just need to maybe think about getting some port alerts in place. You know, there's some if you can take some legal advice, there's there's other ways that we can ensure that she have a relationship with him but that there is no risk of him abducting her. The other thing I would say okay. is you'll only get supervised contact if you have welfare concerns. 
because the court will be able to put in place some other measures for abduction concerns. So what I would then say to you is keep any contact order short and sweet because far better that he's meant to return her in two hours and doesn't. He's not going to get too far in two hours um, than have six hours and then he doesn't return her. Do you know what I mean? Because he can get a lot further in six hours. Okay, yeah. I mean, at the minute, I mean, he just sort of um, sees her um, for a short time anyway. Good. He's obviously always saying, look, I'm going to take her. And I'm saying, no, obviously you can't. And I've said to him, you can't. But he does say, look, I will take her one day. I am going to take her. And I've got some recordings of him saying it. Yeah. Um, but he, he said he's going to take her. My main worry is that I, I feel like he will try to one day um, take her. So I just want to know. I'm just, yeah, I'm just all over the place. Don't really know yeah. where get 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 do. Get that prohibited steps order. And I do know more than that. I, I would seriously have second thoughts about allowing any sort of contact unless it's supervised okay. by somebody else, a third party that you trust. That's it. Okay. They would be the conditions I would suggest. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Um, Thank you. Mama Maria, you are next up. Mama Maria, I should say. Dear. Hello. What's your question? Hello. Yeah, it's um, more for my daughter. Yeah. Um, she had a baby three years ago. Obviously, my granddaughter, she's three. Um, she split up with her ex um, around the time that the baby was born. Yeah. Um. The ex didn't make any contact for around two years, and then we got, um, he was harassing us, so there was two non-molestation orders against him. Um, and then once those was done, he then um, applied to the court for, um, to be able to see her. Yeah. Uh, when the first court hearing come up, he didn't turn up. Um, they put a plan into place and, um, on his forms that he filled in before the court, uh, the court hearing, um, they asked us to do um, my daughter to do a DNA, provide DNA for her daughter. Yeah. So, and he had to go also. Uh, my daughter went to that meeting, had the DNA. Um, he didn't turn up. Yeah. Um, second court um, case was held. He turned up to that one and said that he didn't want to pursue the case. He was dropping it. Um, the judge was quite pressing and uh, Barrister said that he felt that the judge was pressing him because he didn't have no legal um, support. Yes. And made felt like a bit sorry for him. He was sort of, yeah, he, he was just kept saying that he didn't, he didn't want it to drop it, but they sort of broke for a 15-minute break. Yeah. Uh, decided that, you know, persuaded him to continue with it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then he did turn up, but it's still going on, and she's got a case uh, court hearing on the 5th. Yeah. Uh, I just don't know what to do if he doesn't turn up again, because he's just been given, like, three chances now. Is just... it, yeah, is it is it his application? It is, yes. Okay. So, so the reason the court wants to be really sure is, mm -hmm. particularly as he's not legally represented, is a couple of yeah. reasons. One, that he's actually of sound mind, and obviously he's yeah. making this decision on his own. Two, that there's no influence coming from your side of the of the house, and, and I'm not suggesting yeah. for a second that no, there is, yeah. but obviously that goes on. Um, and three, obviously the court's still concerned about the child. You know, it could well be that contact is in the child's best interest, whether it be supervised or unsupervised or what have you. So the court yeah. is taking the time to make sure that this is definitely in the child's best interest that dad drop. Now, the court yeah. can't advise dad, obviously. They can't do that. 
Um, To answer your question, when you next go back to court, you're turning up on his application. So if he doesn't turn up, you need to say to the court, look, this application needs to be withdrawn. You know, the court will dismiss it, sorry, because he's not there to withdraw it. But, you know, your daughter's essentially going to say, look, I'm I'm asking that this application's dismissed because this is... She's turned up to every single one. She's took the baby to the DNA place and she's on a pathway to being diagnosed with autism, my granddaughter. It's all very... It's not showing within now. It's just worrying us that we can't turn up for the court hearings. It's not... You know, my daughter's agreeing, you know, like to get it all set out and for him to see her. And he yeah. just doesn't seem to be making his mind up. And it might be that the court dismissed the application or they might just make a general order that says, you know, any contact as can be agreed between the parties and just leave it open yeah. like that, you know. But either yeah. way, if he doesn't turn up, I'm pretty sure that the court will bring it to an end because they can't yeah. keep it going if the applicant isn't there. Do you know what I mean? No. It's it's no, it's ridiculous. Even in his absence, they like re thing is another court date, so it's just yeah. getting frustrating. Yeah, really. yeah. So if if he turns up, she's going to say that she wants it withdrawn. If he doesn't turn up, then she's going to be asking the court to dismiss it. Okay. Yes. Okay. Brilliant. Lovely. Thank All right. You very much. You're welcome. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thanks, guys. That's another load of questions answered. I really hope that was helpful tonight. Um, apologies again to those of you still with your hands up. There's so many people. I always feel so bad when I get to seven or just after, and there's still so many of you wanting to ask a question. Still 10 of you. Bless you. I'm back tomorrow at six, or if I manage to finish work a little bit earlier, I'll jump on as early as I can. In the meantime, stay safe and join me tomorrow. Thanks, guys. Bye.